Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help you get unstuck so you can do what you love and get paid what you're worth consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner-Khan. For all of us that are on business, that's what we need to be focusing on is the people who will bring cash flow in today. Today on episode 522 of Smashing the Plateau, I'm here with the founder and CEO of Superbrand Publishing, Juliet Clark. I'm going to ask Juliet how you can get clients in now who will pay for your expertise. Find out more about Juliet along with all of our previous episodes at smashingtheplateau.com. Right now, digital marketing is more important than ever to keep your business going. Your clients need to know you are there to help them deal with their challenges. Our friends at SiteHub have many resources to help your audience stay aware of how you can help them. Contact SiteHub today at YourSiteHub.com. That's YourSiteHub.com. Now let's welcome Juliet Clark. What if you could determine who in your audience is your best client in 180 seconds? Juliet is a dynamic and sought-after speaker and podcaster who has spent the last 20 years helping authors, coaches, speakers, and small businesses all over the world build expert platforms. Her podcast, Promote, Profit, Publish, helps entrepreneurs understand how to use great tools in the coaching and small business spaces. Juliet, welcome to the show. Thank you, David. So how do you determine who in your audience is your best client in 180 seconds? So we have developed an an assessment marketing platform that allows you to take the success principles of what you teach or uh, what you have workshops around, anything that you basically are an expert in, and people self-assess where they're at in relationship to success. What actually is the determining factor on the lead generation is we have some AI built into the system where we ask questions about, uh, do you want to solve the problem? Are you willing to invest? And, you know, would you set an appointment with us? And based on those, there are three different autoresponders that spin off from there. So what happens with that is your audience is able to self-assess The audience is there for a reason. They want to be successful in whatever you teach and allowing them to self-assess themselves, that was a tongue twister, allows them to find out where where the gap is at. Okay, so do you already need a big audience in order to be able to use this tool? Not at all. That's what, what we look for is not big audiences, we look for intentional audiences. So David, you probably know from social media, there are people out there who tout, I have 10,000 followers. And a lot of times those 10,000 followers have been purchased. If you're an expert, what you want is that intentional, smaller audience who will purchase from you. And that's what we're looking for here. You know, it's funny, Julia, I, I have this discussion with other podcasters all the time where podcasters say, how many downloads do you have? How many listeners do you have? And I say, is that really the right metric? If the purpose of the podcast is to connect with your audience and in particular to help them learn something and then in some way the podcast is connected to your business and it helps you in your business, is it more important to have thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of quote unquote downloads 
Or how many do you actually need for your business to be successful who, who, of those people who will actually pay you for a solution that you can help them generate either more revenue, stop bleeding money, save time, the, the basic things that people want in their business. If you can help, help them do that, how many do you actually need? And the answer is always, well, I don't actually need that many. Right? <laughs> yeah. That is so true. One of the things that I use my personal assessment for is that I have a Facebook group of uh, a group over on Facebook and I have, I would say a smaller group. It's about 1500 people and they have to take that assessment to get into the group. And the reason I do that is I don't want self promoters in there. I don't want people who are just, you know, hanging there, not engaging and being interactive. And so because I've done this, I've probably turned three or four times the number of people away that wanted to join the group. But because I've been really intentional about it, I have a great group of people who engage and they purchase. Right. Which is exactly what you want. So, so for anybody selling expertise, this is actually a great methodology. Yes. <laughs> no, no, seriously. So, so maybe for especially because there are a lot of people that have deep expertise, you know, in addition to this show, Smashing the Plateau, I also host another show called Going Solo, which is about building your own business following a late career job loss. And, and those folks in particular, they've spent 20 or 30 years developing their expertise and using it as an employee. And here they are now becoming an entrepreneur for the first time which is very challenging. People don't realize how challenging it is to open up your own shop for the first time when you're in your 50s. And so they are really good at what they do. They're great at solving a particular kind of problem, but they don't yet have a lot of clients. And they struggle with this, this whole business development thing because they've never done it before. And I'd love if you could walk us through how somebody like that can use your methodology to be able to understand who their best client is, attract those clients, and start generating some revenue as a result. Yes, absolutely. So one of the things that probably some of your newer entrepreneurs are finding out with their level of expertise is that they get into this consulting, coaching area, and it's a little bit overwhelming because there is a what I call a bootstrap your way to bankruptcy mentality. A lot of people coming in saying you need A, B, C, D, E, you know, you need all these things to be successful. The truth is what you need is clients. So we like to get people right at the beginning of the process and work with them to what, what is it you do? So allowing them to get some clarity around it, a lot of clarity and okay, now that we've identified what it is that you are doing or what you want to do. Let's create the success principles and let's go out and test that audience. And so if we can do this at the beginning, you actually have the ability to test if what you want to do has a place in the marketplace. You can test if you've already been there for a while. Do I have the right thing or do I need to modify it a little bit? 
And also, um, am I in front of the right audience? Because a lot of times we have really great products and services, but we're in front of the wrong people. So now we have a way to be able to test all of that at a reasonable price without going out and hiring the speaking coach, the product development coach, the, all of the coaches, the book coach. I mean, I own a publishing company and probably three quarters of the people who bring us a book we tell them that they need to do this and test whether this book is the right book, if they really want success with it. So um, this is really a way for those new, those people who are newer to validate their audience. Because if there's one thing that we do when we bootstrap our businesses, it's or that we don't do, it's the validation that we would need. If we went out and got funding for our projects, this is exactly the sort of validation that someone who was going to fund our business would ask for. They'd want to know, are we in front of the right audience? What are our statistics? What does this look like? And are you actually selling it? So this is a way to kind of move into that space and uh, have a lot of confidence around what you do, what you're doing and, and understand that people really do need you and you're connecting with them. Right. And if you are bootstrapping your business, you are investing your time in it. Yes. Right. So you you have essentially raised capital from yourself with your time. Yes, but it's even bigger here. So one of the things I see that that breaks my heart is when people go into this and they're bootstrapping from their retirement fund. And, you know, they're telling me, oh, you know, I've, I've hired a speaking coach. I've hired a book coach and they're spending all this money without actually validating the product. And I just, I see a dwindling retirement account without a lot of success. So that's why I feel like if, if you can take this step towards the very beginning, you're going to be much more successful at this. Okay. All right. So validating the audience is the first step. Yeah. All right. What's next? The next step is that then being able to take that audience feedback and translate it into really great marketing. So one of the things that happens in this cult coaching consulting space is we step into it, we create some products, and then we don't understand why they're not selling. By looking at the patterns within the assessment and, and reading what where your people are really struggling and how you can create good marketing and content around it is crucial. If you're actually getting feedback from your audience, the more you talk to them, you're getting the words that they use, not the words that you would use as an expert. What happens a lot of times is we take our expertise and we speak at one level, but it's not at the level that our audience is really at. So the more one-on-one -on -one conversations we can have with people who go through the assessment, the more we can pick up on those buzzwords and reflect them back to our audience, the more successful our marketing is going to be. Makes total sense to me. What's next? So from there, then you should be able to refine your products and services as well. So what we see a lot of times, and I'll give you a great example, is we used to have a downloadable program that we sold from stage. And we sold a great many of them, but we looked at the open rates once they bought them. People actually spent almost $1,000 on them, and almost half of them never even opened them. 
And that happens a lot with books and services, a lot of things. So what we did from there is we picked up the phone because we had all of these assessments. We had everybody's phone number. We knew how to contact them. And we started asking them questions about, you know, why didn't you open that? And for the, that's what we did with the people who didn't open. We found out from a lot of people that they just don't, they buy these things and they don't open them. We took the other group that did open it and went through it and we asked them, you know, what would make this better? How could we do a better job? We found out that a lot of these people had bought this downloadable program, but what they really wanted was a level of service with it. So then we were able to translate that into a group program with some one-on-ones where people actually got to work with this. They had access to the team. So just these little things like this give you a great deal of insight into how you can serve your audience at a better level and can be a roadmap to what you do in the future as well. If you get in the habit of speaking and asking questions about how your service is and what you could make it better, you'll find that you have a consistent audience that's with you because a lot of people don't do that. A huge number of people don't do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So validate your audience, translate your audience feedback into marketing, re- and then refine your products and services. Is there more beyond that? Just keeping up. I mean, you, you're you the expert. You see what's out there. You, David, you know from your own businesses that you know marketing is constantly shifting. So you have to keep up with, you know, what, what's the latest, where are we going? How are we marketing? So just keeping up on that aspect as well is really, really helpful. Um, we all noticed in the last couple of weeks, marketing came to a screeching halt. So now, you know, how do you pivot your way out of that temporarily? Right. Although actually marketing hasn't come to a screeching halt. I've seen some places where marketing is continuing. One of the things that I have noticed mm-hmm. is that with, the major disruption of the world marketplace due to the coronavirus and people's fear about doing anything that to me with the the smarter companies what they've done is they've shifted their messaging they're continuing to to communicate with their clients but their messaging now is about here's what we're doing here's how we're doing it we're still in business we're here still here here to serve you you have any concerns about the kind of work that we do, or if there's any other way we can help you with the issues that you may be facing due to coronavirus and the and the fallout, let us know. And I, to me, that seems like an effective messaging. I would agree with that. And I know just personally, uh, I'm involved in a couple free summits right now. So free in the sense that we're, we're doing them on Facebook Live and we're not selling anything. It's purely informational. This is how you pivot and, you know, helping some of, some of those smaller companies get through this time period now. Because I think you're right. People are very fearful. When I said screeching halt, I, I, that probably shouldn't have been marketing I talked about. It should have been sales because a lot of people have noticed sales have come to a screeching halt, mostly because people are afraid to spend money. So um, on, mo- on most things, not on everything. Yeah, on most things. People have yeah. been buying plenty of toilet paper. 
that's so true. And hand sanitizer. I, I actually had to pretend I was like pioneer woman the other day and make my own, which if you knew me is so rare. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but uh, it's necessities. And a lot of times the pro the, the things that aren't necessities, we're going to have a hard time selling in this marketplace. So for my group of people that I'm around, we're figuring out ways. How can we do this for free? It keeps us occupied because we're at home, you know, going stir crazy. So I think it serves both sides to the audience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Juliet, how did you come up with this particular methodology? So I actually right out of college worked in traditional publishing. And from there, I went over to uh, advertising. I worked on Nissan account at Shy Day and then at Mattel Toys. So um, very invested in regional avatars, you know, what, what each product looked like in each region of the country. And when I jumped into my publishing company and people started bringing us books, it was mostly entrepreneurs. And we found that they had gone to a business event and the guru in the room told them that their products and services weren't selling because they didn't have a book. They brought us the book and we said, no, nah, it's probably not why your products and services aren't selling. So we actually, I was using some software that I saw I could use in a different way. So we developed this methodology around the software that I was already using. Now, for the folks that are just starting out as, as experts, right, they're selling their expertise, um, especially for those that are trying to bootstrap as much as possible, can they take advantage of your kind of methodology with varying levels of budget? They can. We have, so some people go out and they speak which um, if you're not a paid speaker yet, you're doing that for free. There is, of course, the, the cost around the assessment and sitting down and, and doing the, the languaging to get the assessment where it, where it needs to be. But you can use this when you're out speaking. You can use it from social media, which social media is free. We don't even recommend that you use it in ads. I think it's a, a very ineffective tool given the way that ads are being run these days, you're, you're more likely to get a bunch of looky-loos. But yeah, there are running Facebook groups, running LinkedIn groups. There are some very, I mean, all the ways that you administer it, pretty much you can do for free. Okay. All right. So you can invest a relatively modest amount to get started and you could build your investment as, as your business grows. Yes. Great. What else haven't I asked you about this? Um, so you're probably wondering a little bit about, you know, how, how do I find that best client in 180 seconds? When we use it inside of a room where you're speaking, people are actually taking out the phone and going to this on their phone and taking it. So a couple things have happened there. And I'll, I'll give you a stat from one of our, our paid speakers in a room of 70 people. He had people take out their phones and take it. Uh, 61 people in the room took the assessment. Of those, 48 were high commitment. So that high commitment person got a calendar link in front to book an appointment. Out of those 48, 15 booked an appointment right on the spot. And 30, the other 33, his team went back in and followed up with to schedule appointments. So it's really an effective tool for weeding out who that really committed person is who that sort of medium commitment person is who may need a little nurturing. It may not be that they don't, that they're not interested in what you do. It may be more that they don't know you yet. 
So it's an opportunity to do a little bit of nurturing. And it's really that third level of the uh, low commitment person that happens from taking this is you give them something free and kind of keep them on your list. They may come around, but what it helps you do is really intentionally work with those people who may be ready now to purchase. And for all of us that are on business, that's what we need to be focusing on is the people who will bring cash flow in today. And what do you hear that people feel when they try this? Oh, this is really great. There is, uh, there's one question that I have inside of mine, and I'll give you guys a URL to go over and try it. That, that asks, what was your biggest takeaway from this? And people put the most, the, they put great answers in there. So they'll say things like, uh, I didn't realize that I was missing so many pieces of what I needed to be successful. Or, wow, I have been in business for 10 years and I never have tried some of this stuff. So they give you really great feedback in that one answer about, I didn't know I needed to be doing all of this to reach what I've been trying to get to, the success principles I've been trying to get to. Sounds great. Juliet, where do you hope your business goes? What's your dream? Oh, my dream business is um, I've been wanting to get a little bit more out of coaching. I'm approaching 60s, so I'd like to do more traveling. So we're moving more, less coaching, more just building and, and giving people the tools to get out. So I'm hoping I can be able to do that on a bigger scale and um, spend less time coaching. Sounds great. Juliet, if somebody wants to go deeper with anything we've discussed today, or get in touch with you, access any resources that you have, where would they go? Well, I'd love for you to go over and try one of the assessments. You can go to www.leadlogicquiz.com and you can try out one of our products there. That's an actual quiz. That's a lead gen for me. Or you can contact me at Juliet, J-U-L-I-E-T, at superbrandpublishing.com. Sounds great. Well, Juliet, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Smashing the Plateau. My guest today has been the founder and CEO of Superbrand Publishing, Juliet Clark. Thank you again, Juliet, for joining us. Thank you. When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mention on the show. Today, we learned how you can get clients in now who will pay for your expertise and much more. Please share this episode with friends and colleagues to help them smash the plateau. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help us bring Smashing the Plateau to you for free. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode. <laughs>